a new year. I got a blanket because it's freaking cold here, you guys. But I'm in my box fort. Ben's in my box fort. I did not burp while talking. <laughs> ben, let's do a show. Okay, that sounds good. I got all my burping out before we started. Well, you're smarter than me. I had a soda earlier. Well, I tried to get all my burping out anyway. So yeah, we'll we'll see if we're successful throughout the rest of the episode because I'm sure everybody wants to hear that. Yeah, right. Great radio. Ben, it's yes, a new year. it is a new year. Twenty twenty four. You know, I never once thought I'd be living it. You know, I, I never yeah. put any thought of it that I'd be living in two thousand twenty four. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, considering I the the future was. 2015 because of back to the future like yeah my mind never went past that ever and that was so far away but it's not like i was like uh pessimistic about making it this far yeah. or anything but it was just like no you can be alive in 2050 and it just never occurred to me at any given point in my life mm -hmm. it's like one of those things where um you know, people's grandparents or like great grandparents right now are like, oh, yeah, they were alive in like 1890. You know, if mm -hmm. they well, maybe not anymore, but <laughs> before. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's one of those like, oh, my God, you've lived through all of 1900. That is crazy. Drax's grandfather was a was alive during both world wars. That's he was right an there. infant. Yeah. <laughs> Still counts. Yeah. No, that is very true. Mm -hmm. And then living through the, the roaring 20s and then the Great Depression and just, oh, man. But yeah, I'm trying not to feel old because um, as my body slowly ages and shuts down, um, right. I am planning on living as long as i can and hey, i gotta you, tell you you gotta wring all the life you can out of life yeah exactly life needs things to live as a it very very important scholar said yes yes like scented candles and stickers <laughs> and cool t-shirts exactly yeah yeah oh ben it's just so nice seeing your face Aww, <laughs> thank you Thank you. Listeners don't get to see faces. Yeah, that is very true. Very, very true. But, you know, I'm going to I'm just going to jump in really quick. And uh, mm -hmm. I've got no good segue other than uh, if you want to talk about living life to the fullest ad adventuring characters in an RPG definitely live life to the fullest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Until they die. But it's OK, because time time sometimes is they can be weird for them. Resurrected. No, it's not about resurrection. It's just sometimes there's an extra life in your pocket and you're like, yeah. Or there's a previous save file. If you're like, oh, mm -hmm. I lost this buff because I died. I'm going back and just redoing this whole section. Yeah, I'm not getting tortured by that weirdo again. Yeah. So um, as I said Gate. on the yeah next or last episode, going through my second playthrough of Baldur's Gate. And I am so glad that I'm doing this because I'm running across so much stuff that I missed the first time. I'm finally in act three. And this time, instead of just kind of following the quests and everything, I'm really just investigating every single building to see what's inside. And I'm picking up so many more little like side quests and missions and just random story elements and stuff. And, Evil books. Uh, 
I love what you get from a certain evil book. It's pretty great, especially when you we read renamed the whole him book. Shovel. <laughs> Mine's a, is Fork. Uh, <laughs> anyways, um, but I, I'm breakout uh, RPG character Fork. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. Um, no, so you know the first first time through uh, my character romance Shadowheart, which is you know good story. Decent redemption story. Second playthrough, I romance Carlac, and I gotta tell you, I am so much happier with that storyline and some of the just absolute adorableness that happens through the whole thing. I'm trying, I'm trying. Okay, so I still haven't really picked it back up, but I am playing again. And I am getting back into the swing of things. My brain is getting, I don't know, more focus. I'm getting better. Maybe it's long COVID I had. I don't know. Who knows? But yeah, but oh my gosh, I'm trying so hard to get her to like me. And one of my save files is the one I'm playing with Minion. And and she doesn't, it's like, it's not working. And I'm like, like me already. Come on, I need to romance you. Wait, wait which one, Shadowheart or Carlac? Carlac. Oh my Carlac's gosh. cool. Carlac's so cool. Yeah, you, you just, you need to always just, just be good. If there's an animal, be the nicest you can to an animal. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, I've got. Yeah, we got Scratch. I play fetch with Scratch in front of her all the time. He's great. Now, the, the big question is, do you have speak with animals? Not only do I have speak with animals. Good. I have speak with animals on like 900 scrolls that are always in my, I have potions of speak with animals. <laughs> I am always down to talk with an animal. And man, are they hilarious. Ben. They're the best part of the game. Like if you ask me, they are literally the best part of the game because once, you never know what's going to happen. Once I went out without a scroll of speak with animals and I used up all of my potions of speak with animals talking to a cat in an inn. I was so upset because I didn't know the guy was going to have a crow. Oh, yeah. 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 There's a guy with a crow in the game, you guys, and you're you're just going to bump into him and you're going to talk to him. And the crow, he's like responding to the crow. And I'm like. I don't know what the crow is saying. This cannot stand. I literally alt f 4 the game shut in that moment <laughs> to reopen it to hear the crow. Now, the crow was not saying anything remotely to what the guy was replying to. That's awesome. So he did not have speak with animals. The crow was calling me the worst names. <laughs> I'm like... You don't even know me. You know, funny thing is, is I didn't run across that guy in this playthrough. And I explored the Shadowlands pretty well. I didn't run across him. I don't know if something happened or uh, oh. maybe he disappeared or I, I you know, did a different quest first or something, mm-hmm. which I mean, that that happens constantly throughout this game. Yeah. Yeah. Constantly. But the white crow, it was like and he's saying stuff. And he's like, it's OK, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's it saying? But during the cutscene, it was only saying caw. And I'm like, no, I ate that potion. <laughs> and then I go talk to the crow and it's like calling names and i'm like excuse you you don't know me (laughs) i am a friend to crow yeah i so 
when I made my bard, the first spell I chose was speak with animals. I didn't care about actually doing damage or anything else. I'm like, yeah. speak with animals. This is what I'm doing the entire game. 24 After seven. every long rest, just boom, pop that on. It's a ritual cast. Mm-hmm. It's not going to count against anything. It is mine forever. And I am so happy I did that because it's just, it's just great. It's just so great. And like I said, some of the interactions that you get are mind-blowingly funny. And they're so amazing. Yeah. And it's like, this is hidden and some players may never see it. And it is a shame. So gosh, I want to like, when you get to Baldur's gate, Mm -hmm. you need to go to the courier building and you need to talk to the animals there. I talk to the animals everywhere. If this were Diablo, I'd be chasing down those rats to talk to them because Yeah, I do that oh, too. Man, the rats. And did you talk to the rats in the the one in under the gauntlet? Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. They yeah. were hilarious. Did you find out why they are the way they are? Mhm. Yeah, that's crazy. And you know what? This game has been out for a very long time for months now. So, I feel that we can talk about acts one and two because you've played, well, you haven't finished two yet, but no, no, I'm in the, uh, I'm still in the temple in two, but then uh, I left to go do something <laughs> midway through the temple because I was like, wait, there's a thing I didn't do and I need to see if it's still there. And yeah, I'm that's right. Because spacing. near the end of the temple, it's like, Oh yeah, by the way, this will irrevocably change the game. Mm-hmm. If you yeah, move past so, this point, which I appreciate those so much in games. Right. I love it. Or or when it says strap in. Yeah. Exactly. This is going to be a series of, of things. So if you if you you're not in the space to get a lore dump. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like Baldur's Gate is really good about that, especially like I said, in the in these big situations. And mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that a ton because you know, depending on how you play this game, you can miss out on a lot of content based on the order of how you do things. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, there, there is an attack going on actively. Some people are holed up in a cave and they need help. Mm-hmm. I'm not a great person all the time, Ben. <laughs> I didn't help the monsters, no, no, but I didn't want to fight them because uh, what was, it was so much. Was this an act one and it had to do with gnolls? Yeah. Yeah. That so, is, depending on your level, and it's you can get to that very early in the game. Yeah, That too can be early. a very hard fight. Yeah, and so I went, oh, I don't want to do this, so I robbed him. <laughs> he just took My the thing Asterian- of my Asterian went around them and I opened, I, you know, it didn't occur to me that I could pick up the chest and leave with it. So mm-hmm. I, I jimmied it open right there, <laughs> took everything and left. That's amazing. So- I mean, they didn't notice. So are they actually go- upset? No, they don't know what happened. So here's the thing. Um, mm-hmm. my first playthrough, those people died in the fight because I didn't know what I was doing. And mm-hmm. so I went ahead and opened up the package. I'm like, Hey, cool. I got loot. Okay, great. You know, 
totally opened up the thing that, that came in the, the, the chest and stuff. And that was a surprise. Yeah. Um, second playthrough though, I think they still died. Cause again, I got there way low They've level. Got one hit point. It seems. Yeah. They, they're getting attacked by like seven gnolls or something like that. There's mm-hmm. two of them and they're just throwing firebombs. Um, but I ended up delivering that package this time huge difference and gave me access to this place. I've never been before in like another way into the underdark and just like all this other stuff. I'm like, Whoa. So when I say again, that I've been doing a lot of stuff, I've never did the first playthrough. I'm doing so many different things. Like, um, for instance, in, in act two, the big goal is to get to moonrise tower. Mm -hmm. So first playthrough, I did the thing that changed the game completely and then went to Moonrise Tower. Oh, so you missed a lot. Yeah. Second playthrough, went to Moonrise Tower, then left, did the thing, yeah. then came back. Yeah, that's how you do it. So different. And some of the, the most amazing things, like I was able to get some really cool, like, like loot. I got a, a really awesome potion. Uh, I made a Starion really like me based off of how uh, I reacted to something else mm-hmm. and like just explore this whole area in a way that I never got to before because again, I just completely changed the game by going through something. Cause I thought, Hey, I don't know what I'm doing. It's whatever. It's not going to make a big difference. And, it makes a very big difference. It makes a huge difference. Did you know if you defeat a bunch of goblins in the goblin camp and then nap Halson? Yeah, that can, happened to me. Then, oh, he just he just up and abandoned you. Yeah, he was completely gone the the first time that I in my first playthrough. I never found him. I never knew what was going on because, you know, I didn't fully explore. I probably did like four or five long rests during mm-hmm. that whole thing. Cause again, I'm learning the game, figuring out what I'm doing and stuff. Um, but even more so on top of that, like in the Druid Grove, I never talked to Will in my first playthrough. You never got Will? No, no. I got him later because later on I, I, you know, talked to the, the, the fake paladins then went and recruited Carlac. And then Will just showed up in my camp one night trying to kill her. Mm-hmm, and I'm yeah. like, oh, my gosh, that's amazing. So, yeah. Um, and I, I think I talked about it, but uh, I'm definitely I'm playing with totally different people except for Carla because she's my tank. But I've I've turned Will into a paladin and he just happens to be an Oathbreaker paladin because I did something that broke the oath, which I don't know what it was. Just all of a sudden, it's all like you broke your oath. I'm like, what? Ah, okay, whatever. So I just stuck with him with that because I'm you like, know what? it'll probably it's, happen again. Yeah, maybe it's because his uh, his uh, the the lady, his uh, sugar mommy. Mm-hmm. I I forget a uh, patron. Yeah, that's it, patron. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, warlocks are sugar babies. Um, so maybe it's because his patron was a demon and he did something good. No, and that broke his oath. Since I changed him to Paladin, that doesn't matter at all. Um, like she's still his patron and everything, and this still acts like he's a warlock, like mm-hmm. with that. But I mean, you can change him into anything you want, and yeah, it's fine. I want to, I kind of want to turn Carlac into the rogue just to see. <laughs> That'd be interesting because they do, 
they do all have lines for all the various um, roles. Yeah. So the, just vicious mockery alone, mm-hmm. seeing all the voice actors doing the different things was really cool. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, but, sh- uh, yeah. So playing through, um, oh my gosh, I, okay. I'm going to be as vague as I possibly can in this thing that I did last night that mm-hmm. I was super surprised about and like felt super bad and then laughed and was super happy about it. So, okay. Um, in the third act, you find a place where you can free some prisoners, except yes. it's a timed thing. You have six rounds. Mm-hmm. So I did an amazing job of freeing everybody. And the whole point is you have to get them to this ladder to escape. Yeah. So I'm going through all the prisoners are, are good. Everybody's good. It's on the last round. I've got all, all my characters except for Carlac and one prisoner are there. Here's the thing. If Carlac goes up that ladder, it ends the sequence. This dude was after her in the initiative order. So if I had not gone up there and let him go, Carlac would have died. Mm-hmm. And if I gone up. But it's 200 gold. Yeah. But if I had gone up the ladder and then, you know, he would have died. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm going to try something. We're going to see if this works. So like goes up next to him, picks him up and throws him at the ladder. And you hear this like body crumpling, blowing up sound. And I'm like, Oh my God, I killed him. Oops. Like I felt super bad. I'm like, okay, well I don't see him on the map anymore. So I'm like, okay, well let's get out of here. He he's, he's the one casualty I have. So then she goes up the ladder and then he's standing right there. I'm like, success. <laughs> get to the chopper yeah so i throw this little gnome dude out a ladder and it, it oh my he, god he it was it was amazing i was just so happy about that afterwards i would have night. been i'd still be laughing about it ben well why do you think you want to tell everybody about it yeah. oh my gosh that is so amazing yeah but i mean it, that it, is it was, Sweet victory is literally the sound of, of someone just being squashed and totally mm-hmm. just de- decimated. So yeah, it, it worked out really well. And I was super happy. Oh, this oh, game's great. So funny. Like, it's it, such a good game. It's amazing. Some of the stuff you get to do. And mm-hmm. um, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm totally taking very different choices than I did before. So like my main character has, do you have an owlbear? no, that's the one thing I didn't do because I couldn't find it at the goblin camp and I didn't want to kill the mom. Oh. So third playthrough, my goal is to get that owlbear. And third playthrough is going to be Dark Urge because I hear the game is entirely different that way. I hear it's a fun experience to play dark urge but you're fighting against the dark urge the whole time i cannot speak to what it's actually like yeah and and that's the thing is like it's a different experience and it's Mm -hmm. it's like it will be a fresh new take on the game that i already love yeah so that's what i'm aiming for so i think i'm probably gonna go rogue in that instance because dark urge right or a fighter. Yeah. I'm not sure. Just straight up fighter or or rogue. 
¿Por qué no los dos? Yeah. Why you not could two? do both. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways, so that's enough about me gushing about Baldur's Gate 3 again. No, it's it's a really, really good game. It's been winning all sorts of awards. I think it's totally deserved. It is one of the funnest and best games I've played in a very yeah hiccup. In a very, very long, long time. Yeah. It Sorry. Just, again, because it's, it's based on Dungeons and Dragons, it you think that most RPGs are very limiting on what you can do. This one, mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff that you can do. It's still not as, you know, freeing as an actual D and D game, but it's pretty darn close. It is pretty darn close. Yeah. There's still some baby rails, some baby gating to do on the various maps. Mm -hmm. Like they don't let you go anywhere, anywhere. It's you are on this map. This map has an edge. You cannot go further than this. And it's like, okay, that is a limitation. But it's also so full of content mm -hmm. that you almost don't notice. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, some things are slightly different than if you're playing an actual D&D game. Like, um, uh, like this guy's self. Like, if you change yourself to a different race, uh, you get all those attributes for the race, which is really cool. So, like, if you're a normal-sized person and you see a small little opening, change yourself into a, a dwarf or a halfling, and you can go through the opening. Uh, certain weapons like the Dwarven Thrower, uh, if you're a dwarf or if you, you change yourself into one, you can throw it and it all it all works like you're actually a dwarf. That doesn't happen in actual Dungeons and Dragons. No, no. They had to tweak it for gameplay sake, exactly. you know, but oh, it's such a good game. If I could give Larian a big award, I would. Yeah, and but you know what? No, we can't. We can give them the Box Fort Game of the Year Award. Yay! Let's do that then, because I love it. Okay, there we go. That's the title of this episode, Box Fort Game of the Year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Done. There we go. All right. So I've been mostly playing an old game, but oh my gosh, they, they added so much to my old game. I'm still playing... Stardew Valley, but you guys are going to be really thrilled to know I got Dino Eggs. That is my so life, cool. My lifelong goal has come true. Because we, we've never talked about gotten, this before, yeah. yeah. Never gotten a Dino Egg, but they added dinosaur floors to the desert dungeon. Oh. And I went down there with a bunch of ladders, because in this game you can put a, a ladder down or a staircase. Mm -hmm. And you put the staircase down, and then you can just go down floors. Uh, there's various dungeons in this game, but this one does not have an elevator, so you can't, like... So you have to make but, your own way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so you can either fight your way down and uncover a ladder, either by killing a monster or or digging a rock. But I wanted to get as deep as humanly possible to look for these eggs. I just... I wanted to see what's down there. So I, I had 200 ladders. Oh, wow. And I used them. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. And so I found a dinosaur floor and I was like, oh, my gosh, a dinosaur floor. I killed all the dinosaurs. Nothing. I was like, okay, no, it is not yet 10 a.m. I can do this, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so I go down and I go down and I go down. Another goal I wanted is there's a, a machine you can get in these 
in between floors is sometimes there will be a treasure floor and it's just a treasure chest sitting in front of you. Oh, that's and handy. And you open it and there's this thing called an auto petter you can get, which will pet all your animals daily so they that then you don't have to do it. So and they're then, happy. Yeah, they're they're happy and their friendship doesn't plummet and they don't get sad and depressed. And I'm like, I want auto petters. So that was also my goal. I got zero auto petters, but on my second dinosaur floor, I'm running around a scope of the size of it. So many dinos. I'm really excited. And then right in front of me, the skies broke and a beam of light came down like 97 floors in this dungeon to break <laughs> on a dino egg just sitting there. Oh, that's so great. It was just, I mean, I killed all the other dinosaurs. Don't get me wrong. Oh, but yeah. I was just like, I have a dinosaur baby egg. It was my first one. I was so excited. Minion 2 got all excited for me. You know, we're jumping around and yeah. Mm -hmm. But when I left the dungeon, I did not notice. I somehow had four. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. A little baby dinosaur hatched from the egg in your inventory, <laughs> laid four eggs, and then died. Yeah, jumped out to fight me about it then. Yeah, yeah exactly. I don't know. I don't know. I had four. I needed four so I could, like, donate one to the museum. And then you got to sell one because another goal is to, like, sell one of everything in the game. Oh, wow. And then, yeah. And then I turned one into mayonnaise. So then I had mayonnaise to sell in ev one in every game. And then uh, I have the one incubating. And I'm going to have so many dino eggs. It's going to be so fun. I think I'm going to sell my ducks to make room for even more dinosaurs. So do you know what kind of dinosaur it is going to be? Yeah, they're like little um, brontostegosauruses. Okay. They just don't have the thagomizers on their tails. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So they're very cute. Let me let me pull up a picture just so you can see. Uh, but uh, oh, I'm so excited! I can get a barn full of dinosaurs. You know, barn full of dinosaurs was the cover band I played of uh, They Might Be Giants uh, back in my high school days. Oh wow! I don't know. I don't really do that cover band <laughs> joke very well. That's the best. Yeah. I've <clears throat> but uh no that's that's really cool though I'm, I'm glad that you're able to finally get that because when things have like really rare super low drop rates and stuff and then all of a sudden they add something into the game that's pretty great like i was yeah. getting really excited about that oh those are really cute those are the ones domesticated ones are very small but that's because uh they are pretty big Let's see, just open image. Google images changed still trips me up. Yeah, same here. But yeah, no, you're right. They, they look like little tiny stegosauruses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, without the, the, the spikies on the tail and stuff. The, the and, thagomizer. And they're itty bitty. They're so tiny and cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> here is, they're like, 10 times as big in when you're fighting them, of course. Oh, yeah. I mean, they would have to be. That did not come that across. That did not well. load. That did not load. Yeah. 
Okay, cool. Well, you know what? I'm just going to do a search and you can keep talking about your gameplay. So it's been really great. I've also uh, been doing more on Ginger Island now that I've gotten so much of my farm automated, which is fun. Ginger Island's a new place they added that Concerned Ape added to the game. And you've got to go around, like, to open up various areas. You've got to solve all these puzzles and do all these things. And the currency to do that is walnuts that you feed to a parrot who then flies in and builds you a house. Yeah, that's really, really handy. Right? Now, does he have a contracting license? It's an island. The only other, there's two human beings living there, an old lady and a little boy who was raised by the parrots. So, yeah, sure. Why not? They're the, they're the bureaucracy here. Well, that's good. And those dinosaurs are large. I prefer the tiny ones. They're cuter. Yes, they are cuter, but I seem to remember them being large in the coop back in the day, but I might be misremembering. Yeah, possibly. I, I have a picture of one in a coop and it's large. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No, they stay tiny in the coop and it's very cute and they give you eggies and you keep them happy and well fed and you need auto petters and game. That is my next goal is the auto petters. Now, can you only get an auto petter from like looting it from somewhere or? Are yeah, you, you can only okay. get it from looting. I'm not sure if after you loot it, it opens up elsewhere or not. But I know you usually only get them from those treasure chests in the uh, desert ca- uh, dungeon. So I'm doing that and I'm building strange obelisks on my farm. And it's it's just been so much fun. Well, that's good. I'm glad you're enjoying mm-hmm. it. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's nice because you can just pop in, do a couple things, pop out, and, you know, it's just easy to pick up and put down. Yeah. But you can also binge it and go on a crazy everything spree. Well, that's always a plus. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of binging things. Yes, what are you binging? Uh, the, the, the small little TV show called Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> I have not seen that one yet, though it's on our list. Like, we got to get to Invincible Season 2 and finish What We Do in the Shadows new season. Yeah, uh, I've still got, like, two episodes of that. Um, yeah, I haven't checked on Invincible in a while, too, because I feel like only a couple episodes released, like two or three episodes released, but I could be wrong. Uh, but, no, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is great. Um, I... I have been a fan of it since uh, my friend John turned me on to it like forever ago. And the thing is about the show, like it's not one of those shows where you're just going to like completely laugh out loud and like, you know, pee yourself every time. It's got a lot of clever humor in there that is like, it's really good. Mm -hmm. And it's just a lot of fun and you love the characters and it's just a really good ensemble that they've got going on it. Um, I, I've been looking on it on, on iTunes for, I know you don't like iTunes, but whatever. Uh, anyways, I've been looking for it on iTunes for a long time just to I'm have it digitally just because <laughs> um, I don't have the Peacock streaming service. Cause you know, yeah. get another one that I don't need. Um, How many really? I know. Um, remember when cable was out and we're like, if only we could play for pay for just the channels we want. Well, that's what started happening with streaming services. And then they just started charging more and more and more and more and yep yeah. yep they're, they're pricing me out yeah 
anyway, so um, I, I've been looking on on uh, iTunes just you know a, a bunch just to yeah. try to get the whole the whole series, so I have it, and it's like eighty bucks. I'm like, okay, I'm not paying that. It's just no. not not worth it. That's so, then, so much money. Right around Christmas time, I just did a random check, and it was thirty dollars. I'm like, that yes. is worth the money. Totally got it. So, um, yeah, the the only Mike Sure movie or TV show that I need to get now is is The Good Place, which that that's usually forty bucks. So mm-hmm. you know, if that's on sale, that's even better. But um, one of the greatest things about this show is not the fact fact that it's funny and, and stuff like that. But they made, I think, one of the smartest choices that they could with it. And that is that mm-hmm. the characters have to be good at their jobs. So, like, yeah. they're, they're actually really good cops and detectives and stuff. Because, you know, you can only watch Police Academy, like, once and be like, haha, okay, cool. They're, you know, bumbling cops or whatever like that mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, and it they're just, doofuses. Exactly. So with this, it's like, you know, they're, they're constantly solving cases and just the interplay with everybody works really well. They, they, they work off of each other character wise and stuff. And I mean, it's funny and I just, I really like it. I, I gotta say, if you have never seen it, check it out. It's a lot of fun. Okay. Well, I've, it's already on my list. It really is because, you know, we were talking about it recently. Uh, Maybe my brain power problem has been going on for longer than I thought because I genuinely confused Brooklyn Nine-Nine with a different cop show. I was not interested in to the point where I kind of looked at my family funny for watching it. You know, Mm -hmm. I was like, uh, huh. Okay. (laughs) Hey, it's your time. I mean, see, that's the funny thing is so we did talk about it before. And do you want to say what the show is or not? It's Reno 911. Okay. I just I confused it for Reno 911 and never looked into it beyond going, oh, OK, yeah. have fun. I'm kind of the same way. Like, now, granted, I haven't seen a lot of the show. I've seen just, you know, a clip here or there on like maybe Comedy Central or YouTube or something. But mm-hmm. to me. I think that falls into at least it looks like that's like the bumbling cops show. Yeah, it like that's kind of what it is. looks like to me. But here's the funny thing: um, th- those same people. I mean, they also did Super Troopers, which that's a funny yeah. movie, good movie. Yeah, um, I haven't seen the second one, but um, they also did a show called uh, Tacoma FD. So it's it's a fire department. You know, mm-hmm. it has some of the same actors and stuff like that, and that's actually pretty good too. Um, again, it comes down to they're good at their jobs. Yeah, because I really think it comes down to if they're not good at it, it just doesn't work. It's kind of like how the first season of The Office, Michael is such a horrible, like bad character. You don't like him all that much at all because it's too close to the Ricky Gervais character. And and you, you know, people like that in real life. Yeah, exactly. And And, and it, it doesn't work. No, it doesn't. But then by the time season two hits, you see him actually performing his job and he's really good at actually sales and stuff, which is how he got that manager position in the first place. He was promoted until he was incompetent. Exactly. So it it, it really says a lot that in order for something to really work long term, mm-hmm. you've got to be good at it and, and sell it to that point. Yeah. No, exactly. Because like when you're watching it, you laugh, but then there's also this point where you stop and you go, oh, I'm glad I don't live here. Like, (laughs) I know it's a fictional place and I know I never really could sign up to live here, but wow, I'm glad I don't live here. Yeah. 
Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and you can, and once that, that thought kind of springs forth in the back of your mind, you kind of can't shake it again. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, but Brooklyn Nine-Nine, again, really clever mm-hmm. writing with a lot of stuff. I mean, the, like the cold opens are hysterical and, you know, just have like a, a really good, like it, it hits the point and then the show starts. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, this, the the episode goes through, whatever. Um, like there's another like really clever thing that one thing I hate is when like TV shows like on networks, they they're forced to cross over into the other show and stuff like that. Yeah. So the way that they did it on this, it's an episode where it, it crosses over where Jess from New Girl is in an episode for like just a tiny little bit. It's where Jake is chasing after a perp and, you know, he tries to commandeer a vehicle and she's the one driving it. And he's like, you know, get out of the car. I, I, I need to borrow. She's like, no, it's a crossover. I mean, it's a uh, like a uh, uh, cross train or, or something like that, whatever. So like mm-hmm. blatantly calls it out right there. And then I'm like, that's a good way to be like, yeah, we know we're doing this too, but we're going to make it fun anyway. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny because those shows, like they never work in syndication because mm-hmm. they're no longer airing in a block where it's suddenly they all happen in the same night and everybody's watching it on TGIF style and such. Right. Exactly. And, and, but yeah, so my son's watching Sabrina, the teenage witch about the, the T the, the TGIF version. Yes. Okay. Yes. The cute version. All like, Many moon ago, many moon ago, like when, when he was in high school and he's watching the entirety of it. And then there's this episode he goes, I don't understand this. I went, what? And he he shows me this episode and the, the little gimmick was Salem had eaten something and he was causing a time, time, timey wimey stuff. And Sabrina's running around fixing it up. But she's also interacting with a bunch of other shows or something. I'm like, oh, yeah, it was a crossover. Like, six other shows were in this episode. And he's like, why would they do that? I'm like, oh, honey, no. This is how they used to introduce viewers to shows they didn't want to watch. Yeah. And he's like, why? I'm like, so more people would stay on their channel. Yeah, there's a reason why. Why does that matter? Why must-see TV was a Thursday night and anything that was, like, before... Uh, or after friends and before Seinfeld was like supposed mm-hmm. to be the new thing and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, TV execs. You're so dumb. Right. And so, yeah. So now without the context, even though he was watching Sabrina, the teenage witch, the inciting incident episode, mm-hmm. he was still so lost. And so, yeah, I don't really care for crossovers because they make me feel old now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> And the best part about it is that he commandeers the vehicle and it's just a scene that she's in. And then that's it has nothing to do with the rest of the episode. So I'm like, that's good. Like um, the only good crossover episode of something that I can even think of is the time that the critic was on the Simpsons. Yeah, that was really good. It worked. Plus it brought us some of the absolute best things in the Simpsons ever. Like, uh, Homer auditioning to be Mr. Burns, you know, with, with senior yes. Spielberg being the, the, the 
Yes. <laughs> the uh, director and stuff. And then, of course, Barney's saying, bueno. yeah, don't cry for me. I'm already dead. <laughs> Just, Did um, something crawl down your throat and die? <laughs> it didn't die. <laughs> oh, man. The yeah, that was, a, that that was a good weird. episode. Uh, Simpsons pulls off a lot. I... I don't think the Futurama fit as well as that one did. You know, I, after going through the whole series and stuff, like it, it has some high points, mm-hmm. but it's it's really tricky to kind of keep that going in a good way. Whereas Simpsons can like touch on things, you know, like like current things and and you know make slight references and stuff. Whereas Futurama mm-hmm. can kind of do that, but if they ever really want to do something, they have to have a head in a jar. Oh no, I'm talking about when the they went back in time to the Simpsons. Oh, yeah, that wasn't all that great. No, it wasn't that great, but it happened. Yeah. Although the the one Simpsons crossover that I thought was really stupid but funny, it was the Rick and Morty opening uh, credits. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. Anyways. Eh. <laughs> but anyways, Brooklyn 99, check it out. Yeah, I'm gonna eventually. It's on the list. I'm glad. And you were right. Invincible is only released to season four. I've read the whole thing now. No, season two, episode four. I mean, yeah, season two, episode four. I've read the whole thing now. That's awesome. Did I tell you? Like, I know I mentioned reading it, but I finished it. Good ending. Oh, good. Good yeah, that's, ending. They that's were able a tough to one to really wrap up because there's a lot of really interesting good points and and um story there's so many on. more in the comic book too oh, I there's know. So many more but i i genuinely feel like they had a good ending good like that one i was thinking about for a couple days afterwards and that's the mark of a really good ending in something you guys that's is really when good. you're still thinking about it a couple days later okay all right yeah so you got that little to look forward to if the show keeps going. Good ending. Really nailed it. Okay. I'll look forward to it. Mm-hmm. And potentially start getting uh, Invincible comic books. Yeah. Always get the comic books. Um. So other than that, Ben, there was this big holiday. I don't know if you celebrate, but I celebrate it. And it's called Sticker Day. Okay. Okay. Yes, yes, it's where everybody on Earth gave me stickers, and I low-key loved it. Oh, that's, you know what, I like Loki too, um, but uh, I'm really glad that uh, you had a good sticker day. I did, I did, I got bumper stickers, I got journal stickers, I got stickers for scrapbooks, I got Exandria Unlimited stickers... Look at the fern. Fern looks oh, amazing. That is great. Yeah, I know. I've got a big pile of stickers. So I like sticker day. Good. I'm very happy for you. Sticker did you get any? Day. Yeah. Did you get any stickers? I did not get any stickers, unfortunately. But what I did get, it, I mean, I could technically use it to buy stickers later on if I so chose. Mm-hmm. But I'm probably going to be doing something different with it. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. No, we we did really good. Um, 
for for sticker day, we were asking for uh, Disney gift cards because we haven't been in years and we are dying to go again. So we are uh, starting to to save up the funds. You know what this means, right? It means, this means I need to plan another one shot. Yeah. For you guys when you come over with your sticker day winnings. Of course. Because when Ben comes to town, and yes, I'm just a little bit out of the way for that. Ah, uh, I do one shots in D&D. Yes, those are always fun. And, and last time it went ridiculously with Nevermore coming in clutch. Like every fight, especially the one with St. Elmo's fire with Elmo <laughs> flying above and she's like, oh, tidal wave. And then there was water everywhere. And then the thing they were looking for washed up at their feet. You guys, their feet. Yep. A whole huge fight took about 30 seconds. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really expect a druid in the party. That's okay. It's a clever it's use okay. of abilities. It was so cool. And then I'm like, okay, let's see how well the things hit. It's at your feet. <laughs> like, I could have fudged that role. I could have, but that's you dishonest. Put, yeah. no, you it's did. dishonest. And it was so funny to watch you guys just freaking start laughing and cheering. Nevermore's the hero. It was a good time. Yep. Nevermore won the picture of what was it it was uh frankenstein ronald reagan mm -hmm. we still have that somewhere too i'm sure you do i'm not sure it was it's in a box a with other dmd stuff right now i believe it was my masterpiece i was pretty happy about it yeah because i mean i got to technically co-win because of it. yeah 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 it, it's it's your ownership it's it's in your house so yeah. mm -hmm. exactly uh, so did you do anything else for sticker day or did you have uh, any sort of follow up sticker day? Like, say, exactly one week later. Uh, that was supposed to be stay up late day and mm -hmm. I did not do it because I kind of looked around and went, yeah, I'm in. Hmm, how can I phrase this? There are some my days body, where you can stay up late and some days where you can't. My body did not want to do that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> my body did was like you know what how about no and so i was like hey everybody i'm going to bed and everybody just stopped and they looked at me practice is like oh yeah we can just do that and so yeah we both <laughs> opted out nice we just yeah well that's good and then night happened and everybody went insane outside yeah like i don't this was the year everybody lost their freaking minds about New Year. But this was the year everybody seems to have lost their freaking minds about New Year. Yeah, I don't get it. Like, fireworks started at six and ended at like maybe three. Yeah, my cat was not a fan of that. So yeah, thanks. Not a good thing. Not a good thing. You know, and, and the funny thing is, is like, as I've grown older, if I'm at home, I don't like fireworks because I do see how it affects like the animals and stuff. Mm -hmm. If I'm somewhere designated for fireworks, like say at like a ball game or Disneyland or something like that, mm -hmm. 
then it's fine. Entirely different. Yeah, you're not hurting an animal. And the thing is, is my entire life growing up in Arizona, fireworks were illegal for mm -hmm. a very long time. It's only within like maybe the last five years that they've, well, maybe longer than that. I don't know. But they, they've become legal. And now I have to deal with all the jerks who are just like, it's a Tuesday night at one in the morning. Yeah. I just, I don't know why the, I'm, I'm like, but guys, we're not in, in any sort of lockdown, you know? Yeah. You can go out. Like I understood everybody screaming and celebrating during, uh, during lockdown. And even the year after we were all let loose to cry havoc and slip the dogs of war. But why? Did, yeah, so even even Minion 2 was out on the patio screaming Happy New Year at the neighbors, which I've done in the past. Yeah. Not gonna not gonna pretend otherwise. But I woke up and went, oh, it's okay, and went back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I I got to greet the new year well rested. Yeah. Exactly. And with a positive attitude. That's what matters. That's mm -hmm. what matters. Um, we, we didn't do much either. Um, Nevermore was streaming for, uh, extra life for the gamers in. Um, so mm -hmm. she did that oh, through that's midnight. Oh, so great. Yeah. And then it turns I'm out sorry, that, I miss that. It, it cut off at about one our time. So midnight at Pacific. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, she was working on that. So I gave her a, a, a little smooch at midnight, our time. Aww. Um, and then, uh, New Year's day, we spent some time together and ended up finally watching Elemental, the new the new ish Pixar movie. And nice. I gotta say, I'm a fan of Pixar movies as it is. This one was pretty good. Really? It bombed. Oh, I know. Well, the thing is, is a lot of Pixar stuff has been bombing lately, partly mm -hmm. because, uh, you know, it's just on Disney plus like so soon afterwards. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's kind of what happened with this, I think. Um, but I mean, we enjoyed it. And the thing is, is that, it, it's actually a pretty decent, like, generational immigrant immigration story, which mm -hmm. I, I'm like, oh, OK. Um, but I got to say, like the imagination, everything that went into like the the settings and the character design and everything like that. It's great. I mean, Pixar always does a, a fantastic job with that. But uh, overall, I, I just really enjoyed it, like the story and uh, recommend it. You know, I feel like the studio just didn't have a lot of confidence in it because it didn't seem advertised like Luca or anything mm -hmm. else was. So well, the thing is, is Soul and Luca were both directed to Disney Plus. Like this is the first thing that's been out in the theater uh, since since quarantine. Yeah, but they, they didn't even advertise it as much as they advertised the others, you know? Well, you know, it's, I just feel like the, that I, was part of their misstep with it. I've been thinking about that. And ever since we cut cable, I never know what's at the theater anymore. So I don't know how much of it is that, you know, like, are they throwing a whole bunch of, of advertising into like TV um, versus, you know, like I saw some YouTube ads here and there and stuff like that. And, you know, it, it kind of happened. Um mm -hmm. You know, and there were, of course, posters and, and, and everything. But it's like this one didn't really have like much of a, a toy appeal to it or anything like that. So it, it is one of those things where, you know, I, I don't think it's that they, they didn't have a lot of faith in it. It's just it didn't really get as noticed as others. 
You know, that's a good point that I didn't consider, but you're right. I, I haven't really been on TV in a hot minute, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny because my parents are like, oh, did you see the preview for this? I'm like, no. No. What are you talking about? Or, oh, there's this show that's coming. I'm like, never heard of it. Because, <laughs> yeah, I I don't know about new TV shows unless it's something that's coming to Disney Plus because it's Marvel or Star Wars. Yeah. Or um, if it's, you know, like, you know, maybe really thrown out on Hulu or something like uh, Nevermore and I are, you know, we're, we're fans of survivor and we didn't even know that new season was out until like six episodes deep. All of a sudden it's like, wow. oh, there's a new season. Um, we're really behind. <laughs> so yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like, we don't know what's going on anymore. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I actually see that as more, now that you bring it up, yes, this is exactly what's going on, is we're all split up amongst our, our various little viewing services, and we're not seeing the same commercials anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, for all the random stuff that I see on YouTube, I see, like, the same three or four commercials over mm-hmm. and over and over again for a long time. Um, same with, uh, like, Hulu, or if we're watching, uh, like, Paramount Plus, is the same commercials over and over and over again for, like, you know, three or four different products. Yeah. So it's a little, the algorithm's a little too dialed in. Not even because they're not products I would even buy or like. No, but, but, but it's like, it's saying that these are the things that you buy or will like. Ha ha ha. No, we won't show you any of the movies or anything yeah, else. Yeah, true. Oh man. And you know what? I'm not even going to tell you about the, some of the random stuff because I live in Arizona. Some of the things that have come on YouTube that I've just kind of like, I'm just going to report this ad for fear mongering, mm-hmm. you know, fun stuff like that. Sorry, my cat's um sniffing around. That's ah, fine. He's adorable. Besides, he is so sweet. Battle Kitty's been on the show plenty of times. That's true. Grog yeah. likes to steal my chapsticks, guys. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, really fun when when like yeah, you have your like lips are cracking chronic. And you really need something. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and and you can't find it, and then then later Thrax is looking under the bookcase for a rubber duck for the cat because he freaking loves these mini rubber ducks. And there's three tubes of chapstick. Yeah, he's sitting up too, but I'm just like, ah. I get it. You haven't fully cat proofed yet. That's what you need. You need a little tiny box that you can put your stuff in. There you go. You got a little box out of the box. Well, then you need a box that has a lid. Oh, like this one. You need to get a wooden box that has a drawer that you can lock. There we go. But then it's out of sight, out of mind, and you never get to it. Okay, fine. You know what? You leave with no choice. You are going to have cracked lips forever. Yes. Yes, I am. Good job, Grog. It is. But I have dinosaurs, so... Yeah, so it all works out. Yeah. And uh, I have uh, new stuff on Baldur's Gate, so it all works out. It does all work out. So, Ben, let's wrap it up here. We've been so busy with Sticker Day events and Sticker Day 2 events that, honestly, I haven't had a lot of time to play more things, but I really, really, really wanted to, to do this episode. First one of the new year. Yeah. Ring it in. We're in, we live in the future now, Ben. It's and, 2024. George Jetson's already been born. And you know what? Even on top of that, too, this is as close to 
the the first day that we could possibly record in the new year. That's not sticker day two. That's right. Yeah. We're recording. It's on the second. Yeah. So go us. Go us. We are amazing. Yeah. So you know what? With that, if uh, you've enjoyed the show and have had fun hanging out with us, hey, you can find us on the social medias, uh, basically on Blue Sky. Uh, you can find us there. Aludra, you are? Aludra on Blue Sky. I am Ben Hoffer, and the show is a box sports show. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, want to tell us what you did on sticker day or any other day, uh, you can always email us. That's boxfortshow at gmail.com. And of course, every single episode is on boxfortshow.com. Yeah, if you there. don't mind, if you don't mind Baldur's Gate spoilers, let us know if we should keep disguising and being vague as possible. Or if you're like, guys, come on. This game came out months ago. We can all talk about Act One, please. Just, just sing us out. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I'm not as as active on Blue Sky as I was on Twitter yet. Me too, actually. But you know, I imagine that'll change as as I get, I find more people to follow. Yeah, I can kind of. I, I, I that's the thing is because it's not fully open yet. It is. Oh, it is? And anybody can just get on and join? I believe so. I did read that people not on the service can now read the Blue Sky tweets, so that's cool. Uh, but they can't make an account, though. I think they can. And if you can't make a Blue Sky account and you want to, hit one of us up. We are swimming in codes. Sometimes. No, but I'm swimming. Okay. I'm swimming in codes. The Box Ford account is swimming in codes. We got to codes. Yeah, let us know. Mm-hmm. But with that, time to pull up that bridge. Oh, it's always so sad. But yeah, I got my cozy blanket. Yeah, it is nice here. Yeah. It, and I like it. It smells like cardboard and cranes. Yeah. And with that, Aludra, thank you. It has been an absolute pleasure talking to you. And we should be together again to soon. We will in about two weeks. Yes. So with that, everybody, until next time, be good to each other. Thanks for listening. <laughs>